This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a role play Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios here at Super Bowl week. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Um, we have a lot to talk about today from a new bidder on the Broncos who has emerged, uh, a tycoon. Okay, uh, if you will. Um, we want to talk about Von Miller and the prospect of Von Miller winning a second um, Super Bowl and maybe even potentially a second Super Bowl MVP. Uh, and more. Got all kinds of stuff. So thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Tweets Danny. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. Um, we just got done with the radio show. You can check that out here if you're in town, 98.1 FM or 107.5 HD3. Or if you're not, you can watch us at milehighsports.com. You can watch the show on the Twitch screen there at the home screen there, milehighsports.com. You can get podcasted versions of the radio show as well um, at milehighsports.com. But you go to Radio On Demand, the Radio On Demand tab. Click that. We'll get you podcasted versions of the previous shows, um, not the podcast. Podcast will get you the Broncos Blitz podcast, which is cool. And obviously, you're listening. If you're listening to that, thanks for being with us. Okay. So let's start by talking about Von Miller a little bit. Okay. Okay. And we'll get in the ownership stuff after. Um, Von Miller was shortchanged probably two times in his NFL career for uh, defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. which he's never mm-hmm. won. One time Khalil Mack um, robbed him of one. And there was probably another season or two where he could have been in that debate where, again, you have to. J.J. Watt. Yeah, you know, he's got the J.J. Watt to the road. Vaughn was never a 22-sack guy, 20-sack guy. He was a 15, 14, 16-sack guy. I think his impact in, you know, what he did was kind of, you know, some guys rack up those stat or those sack total numbers. Uh, Vaughn did, uh, but also, you know, Vaughn's pressures, things he did, the uniqueness of Vaughn as a player um, makes Vaughn one of the all-time defensive players in NFL history, mm-hmm. but maybe on a short list of 20 dudes, 25 dudes. Yeah. I mean, um, and if Vaughn was to win a second Super Bowl MVP, I think it put him in a stratosphere. We're talking about Vaughn solidified as one of the 10 greatest defensive players in NFL history. And then a guy to have two Super Bowl MVPs, like a quarterback, bro. We'd be talking about Vaughn as maybe one of the greatest players ever. 100% because wow. quarterbacks are the only ones who have won the award twice, I believe. Uh, uh, Brady has five Super Bowl MVPs uh, for New England and one with the Bucks. Joe Montana has three. Uh, Bart Starr, Terry Bradshaw, and Eli Manning have two. Um, so he would be joining a bunch of quarterbacks. And, um for a defensive player, a, a pass rusher, to win two Super Bowl MVPs, that's putting him as arguably the greatest defensive player of all time. Um, Vaughn's got work to do still. Vaughn, for one, is um, he was a Cowboys fan. And DeMarcus Ware was not only a guy who was a mentor to him when he got here, but a guy who he kind of revered before he even made it to the NFL. DeMarcus Ware is a, you know, a, a godlike figure there in, in, in Texas. Um, 
DeMarcus Ware played till he was 37 or 38 years old, had this long extended career. We talk about the all-time great defensive players. What makes them all-time greats is the production plus the longevity. Lawrence Taylor did it for 15 years. Um, Bruce Smith and Reggie White did it for, you know, not just 8 or 10 or 12 years, but for literally, you know, closer to two decades than one. So Vaughn's always talked about, like, over the last couple years, about him being at, like, the halfway point, okay, Mm -hmm. of his career. And I, I love that about Vaughn. For one, what's that take? How did those guys achieve that kind of stuff? God makes you just a certain way. Some guys do it, and some guys cannot do it. God made Tom Brady a certain way where he can play till he's 44 years old with the help of Giselle's supermodel, you know, um, uh, well, well of youth type of whatever they right. do, and, you know, other things. But that's just kind of the way that, you know, you the, some guys are built. So if Vaughn Miller uh, wins another Super Bowl here, let alone a Super Bowl MVP and plays for three or four more years at a really high level, Vaughn goes down like a Lawrence Taylor, Derek Thomas kind of like, dude, all-time fucking great player. Absolutely. So I mean, that's what's on the table for Vaughn here. I think the there's a what could have been factor for Vaughn because of the two lost seasons. Or was it, it was a two or three lost seasons? Two. Two, two because of the yeah. injuries. Um, so I think there there is a, a lot of a, a what-if factor for Vaughn. What if he played, you know, those two seasons in his prime, you know, he he lost out on you know some some serious stat numbers that he could have put up in in those seasons. So I think that is going to play a factor in where he ends up in the upper echelon of defensive players or even you know just players in the NFL in general. But despite all that, you know he's already a Hall of Famer, and this would just add. This is just icing this on is, the cake. This is this we're is all that, we're all, it's all um, you're adding to like the legacy. You know a little bit of. Of Vaughn, and um, I just think it's cool. At least it's like we have something here uh, to kind of care about here. If you don't have any, you know, dog in the in the fight, I guess, um, then root for Vaughn at least as an individual. Um, okay. Well, going back to Vaughn yeah. real quick, um, he's been saying like if it was up to him, he'd still be in Denver. He got traded. Yeah, I uh, saw that. And he he also said he's just working in L.A. right now. He'll always be a Bronco. Um, so that that just he's showing the Broncos some love and maybe laying the groundwork down laying, to come back. Maybe. Yes, laying Do the you know, groundwork down. He spoke to come very. Back. I love what you're doing here. He spoke very highly about George Payton. He said he thought George Payton was looking out for him, and that he could have sent him anywhere, and he sent him to the Rams. Um, and Vaughn said he probably could have got more elsewhere for me. Sent him to the Rams to win. You saw this, you know, where the Broncos were. The Broncos actually, you know, we didn't skip a beat without Vaughn, to be honest with you. But it's just kind of the status of who and where and what we were, okay, at the time. So um, Vaughn Miller's return to the Broncos at some point. Um, go win one here with the Rams, Vaughn. Um, and come back. Well, maybe not just come back this next year, but say you do a one- or two-year extension with the Rams for a lot of money. Um, go let that run its course there, your time there. Maybe when we're ready to win championships again, you come here and give us the Vaughn Miller or the DeMarcus treatment, uh, DeMarcus Ware treatment you know, slash Vaughn Miller treatment here for us again, all over again. So, um, yeah, I love that about Vaughn. That's good stuff. Let me mention DraftKings, our partner in this podcast, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team to win. Bet just $5 or more and get $280 in free bets if, if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, well, there's all the prop bets, the same game parlays, um, you know, the boost and promos and all the things that they have. Um, 
which is why we keep coming back. That's why we love DraftKings. Um, but this one here, uh, we'll do this for, it says here, and we're, uh, tomorrow and the next day, Jake, through the Super Bowl, and then it's over with. We've had 25 to 1 odds. We've had, uh, you know, you bet 50 and you get 150. We've had a bet 5 and you get 100 free bets. We've never had bet $5 and get $280 in, you know, winnings. We've never had that. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code MHS. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more and get $280 in free dollars uh, in free bets. If your team wins, that's promo code MHS at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. So, I maybe as we thought, there's guys who are now from uh, John Elway um, re- reaching out to Cliss saying he'd like to throw his you know hat in the ring there um, to to now Byron Allen. And you're thinking Byron Allen? It sounds like a golfer. No, Byron Allen, uh, the Byron Allen. Uh, who, who? It's like who is he? I, I, you know, it's like the name sounds familiar. Who is he? Well, I don't think you even really know him. I don't think you know him. If you do, you got to be probably like I'm thirty, ninety, probably be over forty. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy. guy? So Byron Allen, who is being referred to as a media mogul and tycoon said he will bid on the Denver Broncos. Okay, and I'm thinking, well, that sounds a little crazy. Um, Byron Allen, the comedian guy? So, yeah, he's like a comedian who, if you are ever up, like, at, in the middle of the night, like, at midnight or one in the morning, does, like, a show on. He's on, like, Comics Unleashed. And it's basically like an Entertainment Tonight interview guy who interviews celebrities for movies. And he's been around for a long time. He was a comedian back in the day. He's been around for decades, you know, since the, probably the 70s, the 80s. Um, and I guess he's putting a bid in on the Broncos. Enough to where, you know, uh, what, Bloomberg or Forbes gave him a piece on it. And, you know, we, we wrote a piece here at Mile High Sports. Zach did on it. Um, and it's just, it's, uh, he's a rich black man in America. The NFL's taking a lot of heat right now. Racial, they always have, actually, at least in the past couple, you know, Kaepernick and uh, to, you know, I don't guess some of that stuff has not quite all the way gone away, especially when you have one black head coach in the NFL, right? And then now the Brian Flores lawsuits. Absolutely. So, um, so Byron Allen threw, you know, his name in the ring there. He's, I can't believe he's worth this kind of money. Um, He is, well, he's worth about $500 million. And I don't think that's enough to buy an, uh, an NFL team, especially when you have so many guys who are so, so, so much richer. But he is like the name of the week here that we have, and it's got people's feathers ruffled a little bit. I mean, he's a comedian. He's got big personality. He's kind of funny. He does the stick. I guess he's super-duper smart, and I guess he's um, his business savvy and acumen, all that kind of stuff is top-notch. Um, I don't think this guy's rich enough to own the Broncos. Just kind of leave it like that. So we got to thinking, well, who are some of the richest people in America and the richest black people in America who, uh, again, the um, the NFL, the league, uh, the Broncos may look to sell for or may, have, may, may make the highest bid, may make the highest bid. So um, of the 620 billionaires in America, only seven or eight of them are black guys. 
and two of them are Kanye and Oprah. Okay, so does that count? I guess yeah. But um, you know, uh, Jay Z's worth like a billion dollars. I don't know about multi. So well, I asked you, Jake, will the Broncos, will the NFL sell the Broncos to a black owner? Uh, the highest bidding black owner? I, I if it was a if it, if it's a black owner who is the highest bidder, I I think they would definitely sell to him. Are you Be- sure about that? How many black owners are there? Let me run the numbers real quick. There's zero point zero. Okay. So yeah, I think they they would try to. I I feel like in this city and the Bolins know what the what the state of the NFL is in, and I I feel like in a progressive city like Denver, you know, they would be a, a great franchise to be owned by the first black owner. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool. I mean, it has to be the right guy. And there's not, again, there's six, seven black uh, billionaires in America. And you have to be a billionaire, I think, not a hundred thousand millionaire. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so let's see. Uh, what's the guy who is Robert F. Smith? Robert Smith is a uh, the third richest black guy in America. He lives here or from here. I'm not sure which one it is. Has about five million dollars. Okay, can buy the team outright, and then you know if he buys half the team or thirty percent of the team, which you have to be to be majority owner, um, he'd have a lot of people who'd come in and fill the you know rest of that void up of the other two million or billion or even three billion that he may need. But I think now he's a kind of a serious owner. Um, we started asking each other, who would you want? to be the next owner of the Denver Broncos. And I said something I thought was great, and you might have put it over the top. With our brain power together, I'm not saying we share a brain, <laughs> but um, with our brain power together, I think we were on to something. Um, I said, I want the, um, of there's 617 billionaires, I want the 47th, you know, 39th, richest man in America, who I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but he owns a, uh, Dodge or he owns right. Kia or like something crazy and a bunch of other assets and is self-made and isn't in the spotlight, isn't trying to go to space, isn't trying to be a celebrity, isn't trying to do Shark Tank and dye their hair horrible, you know, like um, hey, I, I would want Mark Cuban, though. Mark you know, that Cuban would, would be cool. great. But again, you again, we're getting for you. Thank you for setting me and yourself up again. You came up with the guy who I think, Jake, is better than Mark Cuban, oh. richer than Mark Cuban. Oh. And already has done a lot of Mark Cuban-esque things. Oh, oh, who's that guy? That guy is Steve Ballmer, the owner of the L.A. Clippers. Yeah. Um, you know, he got that, um, and he's turned them into something special. Um, maybe they're the best team in L.A. right now. Uh, so they're a great <laughs> brand. There's when And when they were one of the poop brands in right. sports, Kwai and Paul George, I mean, think about who and what they are right now. Stars. What they were, Lob City. Um Steve Ballmer, man, that was some of your best stuff. I love it. For one, uh, the guy's worth $81.6 billion. I'm seeing $96 oh, billion. Oh, my goodness gracious. $96 billion. Billion with a B, okay? Wow. He is the ex-Microsoft uh, CEO, and he's the ninth member of the $100 billion net worth club. Wow. His grew His wealth grew by $20 billion last year alone, driven by gains in Microsoft stock. Balmer once said he's a loyal dude who still owns a stake in the company he ran after 14 years. So here's the thing, though, um, because I'm a little confused. One of our texters texted in. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the, okay. on the show. 
He said that Steve Ballmer technically can't own the Denver Broncos because he already owns another sports franchise. Um, and that's why he, uh, that's why Stan Kroenke has Josh Kroenke running the Nuggets and the Avs. Uh, there's something to that. Um, is it is it possible? I'm not 100% sure. It is. I'm not sure what it is about owning multiple franchises. There are tons of owners of teams who own multiple franchises. Right. Um, but I'm not sure. Let me see. Rules on owning professional franchises. So when I actually like did a little Google search uh-huh. at, on the Rams owner, Stan Kroenke, uh-huh. the Nuggets owner, Stan Kroenke, the Avs owner was Ann Kroenke. So maybe it's just you can't own three. I, I have no idea. So they own Arsenal as well. Arsenal, you know? yeah. Um, Cross the pond. Let's see rules on owning an NFL franchise. What's it take to be an NFL owner? Um, NFL owners vote to allow cross ownership in cities with football teams. Hmm. Uh, let me see. There's here. a gray area here that I'm not sure. Hold on, hold on here. Maybe he's right. Stan Kroenke, Stan, Stan Kroenke can take back the Nuggets and the Avalanche from the family members who were running it on his behalf. This is oh. three years ago. Uh, via the Sports Business Journal, the NFL has scrapped a rule that prevents owners from owning non-NFL teams in markets containing other NFL teams. Okay. Go. The role resulted in Kroenke upon buying the Rams, transferring ownership of the Avs and the Nuggets to Josh. Uh, now Kroenke can own non can own non NFL teams in any market, and so can any of the other NFL owners. Hey, yeah. Steve Ballmer, here we come! <laughs> Please, damn, that would be great. He would just amp- he's a legit owner. Look, listen, Donald Sterling, racist. Poop owner, yeah. shit franchise, historically shit franchise. Yep. Steve Ballmer comes in, man, and now like Steve, uh, uh, Chris Paul was there, and they were kind of a winner. Um, that brand is that brand has grown and has established themselves as an elite NFL brand post Sterling. Even though they may not quite be as good as um, you know the best Lob City teams, but next year, you know, Kawhi we know takes us time to get healthy. Kawhi will be back next year along with Paul George and that team. They'll be in the mix. I know this and, is Broncos. Uh, Steve Ballmer's been a great owner. I know this is. Broncos Blitz podcast, but the Clips are going to make a run for the chip this year. What? Oh, oh my goodness! Great of all the unbelievable things I have ever seen. Um, okay, so, so it's possible then. Steve Ballmer, it's possible. I don't it's know possible. if he's interested. I don't know either. But here's the thing: if you own an NFL franchise, it's just going to amplify. Do you know what your smart wealth. businessmen don't do? Put all their business out there. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. So if he's, well, we haven't heard connection with him to this guy, to the team, the whole that well. I don't think rich guys are about putting all their business um, out there and more kind of swooping in and making the headline when the press release comes out and when the deal is done. Right. And here's another so, thing. It's only a fraction of his wealth. Oh, my God, bro. It's not it said even, he made $20 million in stocks last year. It's not even uh, like any If you want an change. NBA team, you Five billion you is got, chump you know, change. You should want to own an NFL team, and that's it. That's my thoughts. I think you came up with what I think is would be the best possible owner because, I mean, like it's he's young enough to where he can go give this a twenty year run at ownership. Uh, the Mannings family or uh, Payne owning it 
is the most intriguing of all options right. and feels the best and feels most right. John Elway could never ever afford it, so I don't know who would be the you know behind John Elway, you know. Um, and then after John Elway, what would happen, you know? Um, what else am I thinking here? My thoughts on the whole thing. Um, filthy rich can do anything. You become one of the richest teams. Backed by one of the richest owners, maybe the richest owner. Back, you'd have the richest owner in the NFL. How would that be? That would be fucking great, right? Awesome. Um, that's it. I mean, like I'm just weeding it out the, the the thought process of it. Mark Cuban's wants to be a celebrity. Steve Ballmer's, you know, he just uh, he's a, he's a bit of a magoo, magoo but that's kind of what I love about him. He's like an aw shucks guy. It's like he's still he's not like Elon Musk is like a, a robot. It's like he's not a real person anymore. Steve Ballmer's a real person. And wouldn't that just fit perfectly with Nate Hack as the head coach? Another magoo? oh yeah, for sure. You know, um, and then, you know, you let a real professional run the team like George Payton. I mean, it's like, again, look what we were. Blood of the city. You know, uh, Joe Ellis, uh, yeah. Brittany Bolin, and one of the other Bolin girls, all the big mess, uh, to the general manager and John, who had put a good run in it, but didn't have it in him anymore. Lost his way a little bit. Maybe lost the edge. Maybe, the, you know, some of the guys who um, were around him and helped him make some of those decisions, the business personnel decisions, plus Peyton Manning himself is gone, and then Vic Fangio. I mean, like, well, look what, what we can be from what we were. Imagine that kind of upgrade in the franchise. Imagine that kind of overhaul. Are you kidding me? And then bring Aaron Rodgers to town, and then hey. you're winning Super Bowls? It just seems like, why not us? It, yeah. The timeline, the uh, order of, like, the timeline, the succession, kind of the plan here. <coughs> It's playing itself out masterfully, and you couldn't want any, you know, anything else. Ask for anything more. Um, everything happens and for a reason in light in this world, crazy world of ours. Like when you know someone you break, your, your uh, best friend breaks up with his girlfriend, and you're, he's like sad. You're like, bro, everything happens for a reason. Chill. Let's go find some other chicks tonight. It's a stampede. It's, it's Chubby's night. Um, that's it. That's the whole Swamp show. That's the whole, pod- <laughs> that's the whole podcast. That's the whole show. Uh, that's a good one. Tomorrow. We'll do our prop bet show. We'll do the prop bet show stuff on the radio. We'll bring the best of it to um, the Broncos Blitz podcast along with some other stuff. We'll get all of your predictions. It'll be your last show um, to the, and through the Super Bowl. And that's it. Uh, been a fun week here. Back to pods every week because DraftKings owns us and they demanded it. And that's okay. Uh, but also, we love the Broncos Blitz podcast. We try to do a good job for you guys. We think it's kind of a unique little podcast, How, who and what it is and kind of how we do it. Um, find us where all that stuff, Jake, and we're out of here. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcast, um, wherever you listen to your podcast, we are, we are there. Uh, MyLifeSports.com, you can find us there as well. Um, and the app, My Life Sports app, it's clean, it looks good, and it's it's an easy way to listen uh, to all of our coverage and, and read up on all the coverage as well. Um, My Life Sports is uh, is becoming a, a giant here uh, in, in the Denver sports area. So yeah. uh, also uh, the radio show, 98.1 FM if you're here in town, yeah. uh, 107.5 HD3 radio mm-hmm. as well. Okay, go um, girl. You can watch the stream, um, the Twitch, you know, you know, we're, you want to see us. Just, you do want to see trust us. Me. You want to give us a try. We had the Hooters girls in today, so you want to see that too. Totally um, want to see the Hooters girls. So that's great. You know, we. That's like a bonus. There's so many ways to, to get to us. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
Jake and I are very voluptuous. We have a lot to offer. Um, and Jake's got the gray hair. He has better hair than the Hooters girls. But, um, <laughs> you know, you want us to come uh, check those out, uh, girls, the uh, Hooters girls on Wednesday. Wednesday's with us. That, that's the whole podcast. That's the whole show. We appreciate it. We will see you guys tomorrow for what will be maybe one of the funnest podcasts of the year. Uh, do you have to work after the podcast tomorrow? No. Really? Well, I mean... Later in oh. the evening, yes. Because I was thinking, like, I don't know, does it make any sense? We used to do much of champagne in the mornings with Gersh, a little uh, mimosa, a little orange juice champagne, a little wet the lips a little bit. Right. Carry that into the podcast. Hey, I'm with it. Live on the air. Hey. A cha cha cheese, a, a little, little vino. vino. All right. Uh, for Jake Meyer, I'm Danny Williams. Thanks for being with the Broncos Blitz podcast today. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.